The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. It's Friday. You know what that means. We're grading two-star pitchers here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by So Rare. I'm Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Todd, we are going to be looking ahead to next week. It's another excruciating week for me. I, I said that last week, but uh, locked in a head-to-head semifinal matchup with Greg Jewett in Tout Wars, and it is uh, nail-biting. And uh, yeah, trying to see some of these titles through. How are you doing today, Todd? Doing well. So it's a multi-week, um, turn, well, multi-week competition or uh, semifinal, right? So was let this me double middle? check that because I actually thought it was only one week for the. Oh, semi. maybe it is. Uh, maybe it is. I'm just. Yeah, it's only oh, one okay. week for the semi. Then the championship is two weeks. So this only runs through uh, nine eighteen. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So we're not we're not using the final three days. It's just the final. Well, that's something they can check on, but um. Yeah, no, I uh, I get a follow it then. I thought I thought each playoff was two weeks, and yeah, that that's uh, yeah, hopefully, well, good luck. Um, yeah, thanks. I'm, you know, you're becoming gonna... the uh, you're becoming the Atlanta Braves of of the Tout Wars, and they won it last year, so maybe you can break it too. Yeah, hoping so. He's got a he's got about a forty point lead on me, but uh, two fifty four to two twelve right now. We'll see how it ends up. I activated uh, Hunter Green, but. That's just head to head for you. You know, you can have a great year, but you got to have, you got to keep things humming at full strength heading into the. the it also matters who still has what for pitching left, right? I mean, because so important points wise that, yeah. you know, if, if you've, depending, I mean, you would be 40 points behind, but have four starters more than he does, and it makes a difference. So, anyway. Yeah. Good luck to everybody else out there in head to head matchups trying to bring home some, some dough. Good luck. Uh, real quick, the staff league pickups, the stake league last night. Uh, Fab runs overnight Thursday, Friday in that league. Luis Urias was the top pickup. Uh, Rymel Tapia, a lot of guys running low on money. This is kind of the uh, the end of the budget for, for most managers here. Uh, Tapia for two. And then Tim Anderson looks like he could be back next week. He goes for two. David VR for two. Rich Hill was on my list, but I didn't get him. He was a $0 ad. I got Bailey Falter. We talked last week about how good he's been. 
Uh, got his fourth straight win, I believe. He does get Atlanta coming up this weekend, but hell, I'm trying to get wins and <laughs> Ks. You know, <laughs> I have the worst whip already. So, uh, Bailey Falter, you are being turned loose in my lineup. Uh, Jose Leclerc picked up uh, Bailey Ober, your guy. Anthony Rendon. Uh, is Rendon maybe coming back? I I was unaware. I, as you were saying that, I'm going to. I was clicking on his name now. So yeah, oh, yeah I don't know. gearing up for late season return. I'd I'd miss that. That slipped under my radar, but uh, maybe be back for the final few days, final week or so. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's more so true with pitchers, but it always helps to get a little bit of action under the belt at the end of the year if you're coming off an injury, just so you're not thinking about it over the court. You know, you can have a cool, you know, regular off season. So just yeah, to you swing. got some live reps in yeah before the so offseason. Just to swing against a 95 mile and our fastball and and having a throw from deep at third, you know, he's not wondering about, you know, is my wrist gonna pop or or you know pitcher is it gonna snap, etc. It never does, but it's easy to say don't worry about it. Yeah, there is something mentally about just coming back and getting a few games in, yeah, seeing some meaningful reps, then you can kind of have a fresh Fresh start with the offseason. Yeah, sure. Although with Rendon, of course, we're just kind of waiting for the next one. But uh, hopefully he's able to stay on the field. Uh, Wade Miley is your dollar ad. I grabbed Javier Assad. Uh, I think he gets a home start against the Rockies coming up. So, again, I'm just kind of chasing wins and Ks in this league. So yep. Javier Assad will uh, get a start. Aristides Aquino, the Punisher's kind of gotten hot again. Uh, Shea Langoliers was the drop there. Ryan Pepio, Spencer Torkelson added back. Uh, Yon Mankata, Jonathan Daza. So, still a pretty busy, uh, and active league here. And mm-hmm. once again, tip of the cap to the, the managers in this league. Uh, but Todd, I know you mentioned before the show that we got a bunch of two star pitchers. Do you just want to you want to dive in? Sure, I mean, you know, we could talk about each other's upcoming plans for the weekend, but I think people care a lot more about who they should start. Yeah, I I gave it a quick count. I counted 39 uh, two-start pitchers, which is a ton. Ooh, that is a ton. All right, well, uh, let's just dive right in. And uh, we'll start with Merrill Kelly, who at the Dodgers and versus San Francisco. Kelly 12-6 and with a 301 ERA. Zach Davies has that same two-step for Arizona, tentatively. Um Mm, Kelly's been really good, but at the Dodgers scares me. I think I'm going to go point, three. Yeah, and I'm going to go three. In a points league, I'm four because he's he's going deep into games and he gets the points that way. Um, the Dodgers are in cruise control. They're still playing their top players, but, you know, they've got everything clinched. True. And then Davies, nah. maybe I'll give him a one, but it sounds like you're going zero. I want to go one, but, you know. Okay. Um, we've, it's a double, one. Yeah, it's a doubleheader on Tuesday. Uh, J- uh, Jameson, you know, I'm assuming we're assuming Davies gets the second start. I suppose Jameson could get it. Um, really looked good last night. Um, but you know, he he would be at best at one as well. You know that Ryan Nelson kids looking really yeah. good for them as well. So yeah, yeah, they versus San Fran next week. Yeah, Arizona is going to be interesting. You know, they're going to be one of those teams that, you know, a team has been a year early, like the Orioles were a year early. 
Um, they could be like the list. They could be like the Orioles next year, where things just gel a little faster. I mean, you got Carroll and you got Varsho and you got you know uh, you got all the Thomas in the outfield and more kids coming up. Um, so it could happen, and, and not to mention you know the the pitching when Zach Gallon's already uh, you know anchoring your staff. Yeah, Gallon's just returned to form and then some. Actually, probably the best version of Zach Gallon we've seen, and. Just been out of this world. So yeah, and I'm not worried that he's going to get hurt every time he throws the ball. It doesn't mean he's not yeah. going to, but I'm not worried about it. <laughs> he looks like a guy who maybe like a, you know, kind of down card, NL MVP or NL Cy Young 2023 bet. Yeah, although he may be among the uh, the favorites. You know? Yeah, we'll see how it flushes out. Absolutely. No, Kyle Wright. He was on our list last week, which is another example of how these are extremely tentative. <laughs> I was hoping. I got Kyle Wright and Todd head to head, so I was hoping for that second one this week, but uh, I'll get pushed back to next week. Versus Washington at Philly, I still think Kyle Wright's probably a five, even with these matchups. I think he is as well. He's earned it, and you know Charlie Morton. You know, I mean, if he, he's a four and a half, if he's not a five. Yeah, I was thinking four, but uh, I mean, I can see it. I, you go four, I go five, and an average yeah. is four and a half. And that's four and a half. Yeah. There's teamwork that's, for you. That's perfect how that works out. <laughs> okay, so that takes care of Atlanta, and then Tyler Wells. Ah, man, you know he hasn't actually been so bad. Well, he's been. I mean, it's been interrupted with injury, but he's yeah, he's promising. You see how many. Uh, he went four his last time out, and then two in his first well, game look, back. Look he to, missed look, like look to the months. second game before you go too far into the details. What do you mean? Look to oh, so the had... second start. Yeah. Oh, I he, see what you're saying. Houston, yeah, let me tab Houston. back over. Oh, versus Houston. So versus Detroit versus Houston. That's probably a one for Tyler Wells. I'm gonna go two because he uh, Detroit is such a great start, and mm-hmm. all you need to do is hold your own versus Houston, and you're good and you're fine. So I am going to go too. Then Austin Voth, you know, he hasn't been all that bad either, but uh, mm. he is not the Nationals' Austin Voth. He is better than that. But uh, I'm only going to go one. I'm only going to go one. He only went one inning for yeah. Before that, he'd been going. Was so, there yeah, a, go one? Too. Was there a rain situation with him? I don't remember. I, I, why well, he only went one last oh, winning relief. Yeah. It's kind of strange. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think with that Detroit matchup, I'll probably give both a one. Ooh, so. Yeah, you know what? He hasn't really pitched as a – I'm going to go one, but you're right. He hasn't gone five innings since August 28th. Yeah, before that he was regularly going yeah, okay. five plus. But, uh, yeah, he hasn't. I'll go one too, but that's kind of – yeah. Right, right. Brian Bayo, the service numbers don't, don't look good, but I've I love the flashes I've seen. He does have to travel to the Bronx at the end of next week. Uh, at Cincinnati, nice uh, lineup to attack, but you don't like the venue. <sighs> That's tough on Brian Bayo. I like the skills. like He's like a three-pitcher with a zero matchup. So that's a tough one. I guess I'll go two. I'm going to go two. I've uh, been following Bayo as a Red Sox fan. Uh, two pitch, pitch, two pitch guy right now. Um, I actually wrote about this after his first start, and they're just kind of noticing it now. 
he doubles and triples up on the changeup, which is not normal. And I think a team that hasn't seen him before, like Cincinnati, you can do that. But that could come back and get you against the Yankees. Um, but even so, um, he has work to do. But it's the the basis is there for a you know middle of the rotation starter. Do we need to kind of recalibrate how we view the Yankees matchup? Because aside from Judge, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I've been I've been writing the same, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, but how confident? I mean, on paper we do, but yeah. it's, it's still Glaber Torres, it's still Michael, you know, Giancarlo Stanton. Did I almost say Michael Giancarlo? You know, it's still guys you're mm-hmm. scared of, but if you've been scared of them for the past two months, you've wasted two months of opportunities to get a good numbers out of your pitchers, you know? Yeah, true. I know Stanton's back and he looks right now. I mean, you've seen, I mean, I see probably more because the American league when Stanton's on, I mean, he can stare at the ball and the thing goes out of the, you know, goes over Mm. the fence. He's in one of those ruts where he's bailing out and he's lock buckling his knees and it's like, is that really Stanton? It's just, I've never, everybody's streaky. Everybody's inconsistent. But Stanton, he he looks, he, you can just tell by the look. Now, I mean, Judge right now, you know, he just, it's just scary. I feel he's going to hit a home run for the on-deck circle. Yeah, he is out of this world right now. And Stanton, I know, fouled a ball off his foot, I think, last week and missed about a week. And yeah, maybe that's kind of still you know, in his mind and, or maybe some lingering pain, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he was actually freely available in one league. I just picked him up last week, $0 ad. That's uh, I was surprised nobody else went after Stanton. Uh, real quick, before we continue on, let's take a quick break, throw to a, a brief word from our blue wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, the Friday edition with Clay Link and Todd Zola, grading two star pitchers for next week. 
And uh, we, of course, recap the zero to five scale. If, if uh, somehow, you know, you're just tuning in for the first time on September 16th, the first <laughs> uh, pod of the year. Uh, Wade Miley, 289 ERA, had a good, pretty good year with the Reds last year, was hurt a large portion of this year. At Miami, at Pitt, might be a time to stream Wade Miley. I think I'm going to give him a three, actually. Yeah, I am. I am too. I mean, are there, is there two better setups? Really good pitchers, Parks, really bad offenses. Yeah, that's uh, – he's a tough guy to trust. I get it. But because, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of Wade Miley over the years. Let's see how – he went five his last time out. So, yeah, he should be stretched, stretched oh, yeah. out plenty. Oh, yeah. uh, Nick Lodolo – you know, there's been some ups and downs, but man, the highs have been really high, and it's been fun to watch when he's on. So, uh, struck out 11 his last time out. He's got back to back games with 11 Ks. He's actually got 31 Ks his last three starts. Pretty amazing. Uh, 31 to 1 K to walk. So, it looks like uh, Nick Lodolo may be here. He may have arrived for the Reds. Oh, no, absolutely. I, um, you know, I he he was more of a control command guy than dominant guy, but he's picked up some strikeouts, and we've seen that. We've seen some. We've seen some guy Logan Gilbert kind of did that a little bit. Aaron Nola kind of did that a little bit. So, yeah, I mean Nola's a pretty high bar to set, uh, but it's can it, can it can be done. Yeah, love seeing that. And again, I mentioned Hunter Green's back this week, so. At least a couple of bright spots for the Reds there to hopefully they'll finish strong and then head the rotation up for many years to come. For the Cleveland Guardians, the well, surging... we want to, you want to grade Lodolo? Oh, I gave him a four. What are you going to give him? Uh, Boston and Milwaukee. I'm going to go four as well because the strikeouts I think will be there in both games. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for that reminder. I put put him down, but I forgot to get your grade. Uh, Cleveland, I mentioned they're surging. How many games have they won in a row? Let me double check that. I think it's like seven. Yeah, it, yeah. It's if it's yes, it's in that neighborhood. Well, they're eight and two in their last ten. Yeah, they're now three games up on the White Sox in the Central. So it looks like they are kind of putting their foot on the gas and may uh, secure that division. Cal Quantrill versus Minnesota at Texas. Same matchups for Aaron Savali. No, no, Savali's got the White Sox. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. So Quantrill's versus Minnesota at Texas. Savali's at the White Sox at Texas. Sorry about that. Um, mm, Quantrill, I like the matchups a little more. Mm. Minnesota's kind of falling apart. So I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go three on Quantrill. I'm at four. Yeah. I could definitely see the case for four with those matchups. What about Savali? I know he kind of well, he's just brutal to start the year. He came back and was pitching okay. Uh, what's been the uh, the narrative on him? Like, oh, he's got a he's hurt again. So, yeah, I'm gonna go two. Um, but he's been kind. Of, I mean, he just as you think you get a read, something else happens. So, I mean, we're expecting him to come back. He's got a rehab. Um, I think he just had a rehab yesterday. I'll need to check to see. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. it right now. He only went two and two thirds. Yeah, gave up four earned runs, two homers, did strike out five, but uh, only two and two thirds yesterday. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna give him a two. 
but um, he's also not, I mean, I'm kind of high on him. So I don't want, you know, coming into the season. So it's kind of skewed in that regard. My baseline may be a little higher, but I mean, he's got 75 strikeouts and 20 walks in 75 innings. There's really not a whole lot bad about that. I don't know the Babbitt, but 78 hits in 75 innings tells me the Babbitt's a a little bit high, you know? So I think, I think a lot of his issues have probably just been a high hit rate and he's not quite as bad. I'm talking myself into drafting him next year in the 15th round. I can see that. I could definitely (laughs) see the buy low on Savali next year. Um, I'm actually going to go zero just because he did only go two and two thirds and maybe they sent him for another rehab. I'm sure we're just guessing here. Um, Okay. As far as putting him back in the uh, grid for Tuesday. So I, I'm kind of skeptical. I, I think maybe they sent him for another one. Then he gets maybe at Texas alone. So maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing, actually. But I'll still go zero. I got you down for two. Uh, Chad Cool and Kyle Freeland, they are both home versus San Francisco, then home versus San Diego. So I can't start any either of them. Zeros. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of any justification. Yeah, I can't see that. And Dylan Cease is a five, right? Yes. No reason to uh, elaborate further. Yeah. I think I wrote in my blurb for him in the pitching rankings. I, I think I wrote, you know, first rounder next year. I could see him sneaking in as a turn pick. Yeah, I could see that. It cease now that you know with Verlander. I guess Verlander's coming back this weekend, right? But yeah, I mean, I'm not um, going to do it. I'm not going to take him there. Yeah, but I can. I can see him bumping G- Lucas Giolito from that. You know, turn. You know, 14, 15, 16, 17 in that range. Yeah, I was just thinking about the AL Cy Young. I mean, is cease. Who am I forgetting in this mix here? Because I mean, there's. Obviously, McClanahan got hurt for a while. Verlander got hurt for a while. Yeah, I mean, everybody getting hurt kind of brings some of the, oh, he's no longer a candidate, makes them all candidates again. Right? Yeah, we were talking about, like, Framberg a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, you know, Cease might be in that mix. Uh, but, yeah, he's a rock solid five. And then for the Tigers, oh, Wentz. This is Joey Wentz. Yep, 24-year-old. Um I guess he did uh, strike out five against Houston. That's not you, you know. You know who else is on the Cy Young with everybody getting hurt? It's Otani. Yeah, that you know he. You know it could give him. I think Spore actually called that like months ago. Yeah, his his innings are no longer as much of an issue because everybody else's innings are down to his level. But anyway, yeah, Spore called it a few months ago. That, that could be a good consolation to give. You know, if you give Judge the MVP, Otani wins the Cy. You know, everybody's happy yeah. for the most part. Uh, I could see that. Uh, Joey Wentz is going to be a zero. Let me get that yep. logged. Yeah, um, I will. Uh, I will concur. And Luis Garcia, man, I was so hoping. Let me see because I was hoping he was going to start at the end of this week, but with Verlander, yeah, with Verlander coming in, he's not going to make a start this week. I mean, next week he'll get two, Luis Garcia, but that means he didn't make a start this week. Yeah, it doesn't help you in the head-to-head, does it? Yeah, that kills me in head-to-head, man. Oh, So, yeah, I have him on my bench for this weekend. And his last start was Sunday, so he's going to go a full week without taking the ball. That's 
It's actually a killer for uh, fantasy weekly leagues. Yeah, at least you get to replace them because the, the head-to-head has midweek moves. Yeah, I didn't start them at any point, so it's not like right. I wasted yeah. a roster spot, but it's like yeah. I just didn't get to start them. So right, sucks. exactly. It's going to be at Tampa Bay, at Baltimore. That's going to be a five. Yep. For Louis, Houston's Luis Garcia. Uh, Zach Granke. Uh, he's now back and just doing typical Zach Granke things. Let me see. Uh, four innings, six innings. Yeah. Either way, I'm not really – too interested in Granky is versus Minnesota versus Seattle. So a couple home starts, but I'm only going to go one on Granky. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. And then uh, see Jose Suarez lefty. Uh, only went five and a third his last time out, but seven before that six before that actually been a pretty nice little run here. Um, I mean, nothing special, but not a lot of blow-ups lately. It looks like his last 46 in the third inning, he actually has a 2-1-4 ERA, 0-0-9-9 whip. So mm-hmm. he's uh, kind of quietly, you know, on a bad, bad team, been pitching pretty well. So I'm going to give Jose Suarez. Let me double-check the matchups uh, versus Seattle at Minnesota. I'm going to give him a two, I think. Actually, no, no a three. All right, I'm stick. I'm sticking with a two. He's not. He's not really missing that many bats. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a two. It could be some regression in store soon for him, but yeah, I hear you. I'm going to stick with a uh, three. For I mean, 80, 80, over the season, eighty-seven and ninety-one in the third innings. I mean, it, it's more than a. It's more than a batter inning, and he does have the strikeouts up in the stretch that you're talking about. Um, thirty-four and thirty-six innings. Now, actually, they're down. So I'm going to stick with my original assumption, uh, assertion of a two. Well, before we move on, let's take a, care of a little piece of business here real quick and uh, bring you a word from our sponsor, So Rare. So Rare MLB is an NFT-based, free-to-play baseball game played with officially licensed Major League Baseball cards. Sign up today at SoRare.com MLB, and you'll receive 13 common cards to start your collection. Build seven-player lineups from cards in your collection and play weekly competitions with scoring based on real-life player performance. Compete for rewards with other fans around the world. For more information on gameplay and to sign up, visit SoRare.com slash MLB. There's no better time to join SoRare than ahead of our postseason gameplay. And Todd, actually, you uh, wrote a little about SoRare MLB for the site this week, did you not? Yes, I've um, kind of stepped up because I was, um, I don't know, interested in the NFT. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going to switch professions or anything, but it's always good to keep up with the latest fads out there. You know, uh, you know, we get some new ownership with the site, and we're going to be going into some different directions. So it's always good to to be in the, in the on the cutting edge. So yeah, I'm going to see. Um, I'm going to I'm going to write as a newcomer and kind of document my travels and a lot of the people in the site are newcomers. So we'll, we'll go on the journey together. And, uh, you know, I wish it was more than two weeks left in the season, but the cards carry over till next year. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And, you know, the, uh, the baseball card loving child in me is interested in this. Like I just, I like building sets of cards and collecting. So yeah, this has well, my... to, be, to be honest, 
the cards are the conduit. I mean, it, it, it's 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 you know it's collecting the play. It's collecting you know players on your team. Yeah, the, so you can the, play yeah. the game. Right. I mean, the card yeah. aspect of it, you know, is to you know is to hook you. So, hmm. but yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree that it, it is kind of it is kind of cool. Well, that's what yeah. A lot of these games nowadays will do the kind of card deck building thing. Yeah. Like, uh, Paul Spore, I know, plays the uh, Diamond Dynasty in the show where you collect cards yeah. to build your team. Yep. So yep. Yep. It is kind of a cool thing. We appreciate their sponsorship. So definitely check out Todd's article on So Rare MLB from this week. Back to two-star pitchers. Tyler Anderson, great year. We talked about how he kind of tweaked his changeup, grip, and I think he was another guy on the list from last week, so. Uh, 15-3 and three versus Arizona versus St. Louis. I actually think Tyler Anderson has graduated to five status for me this week. Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue against it at this point. Um, yeah, I, I, it's going to be low end for me, but I'm going to agree. I'm checking to see. So he pitched 167 innings last year. He's at 161 now. So he really uh, in, in, in the 161 last 67 last year was off a 31 start. So he just didn't go deep into the games. Um, so yeah, no, I he should have no issues staying fresh enough for the playoff run. So yeah, I like that. Next time we may have to cons- be concerned about Anderson's innings, but I think this week he's safe. Yeah, maybe the final week or two they. They do something to limit him, but uh, hopefully not. I mean, LA's. I mean, they they don't have the best record in the world, clinch yet, but they're getting closer. So Clayton Kershaw, he is back for the Dodgers, of course, and uh, September seventh, starting with six. Last time out, he went seven. So while the swing and miss, you know, with this version of Kershaw, isn't out of this world. This is still in a very good pitcher. So. Now let me double check those matchups for Kershaw versus Arizona versus St. Louis. Go five. If I'm not mistaken, St. Louis crushes left-handed pitching. Well, they do have two, yeah. you know, MVP candidate boppers who are right-handed. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sorting it now. I'm gonna go. I may be overthinking, but St. Louis just crushes lefties. I'm going to go four, but I'm going to start them. Yeah, that's a fair point about St. Louis. It is in L.A., but, uh, yeah, when you have Goldschmidt and Arenado, yeah, there's uh, tougher lefties to navigate. Their Woba versus Southpaws is 350. And they that's only strike insane. out 19% of the time. Wow. So any, any splits versus Woba versus lefties – the sample is, you know, obviously much smaller than righties, so there's more noise. But what Bill James, you know, what he says is extremes in small samples can be meaningful, and they are extremely strong against lefties. But it's it is still Kershaw; it's one of the best ever. So I'm not, you know, four isn't a bad score. Well, Tyler Anderson's a lefty too. Keep that in mind if you. Uh, yeah, still gonna I, go five and, and, for I, and I was <laughs> keeping yeah. it in mind. I'm just not not for you. I just mean yeah, for I, and I. But you know what? I mean, with so many two start pitchers this week, they may end up as being fours relative to the field. I hear you, Edward Cabrera for the Marlins. He's going to be versus Chicago, then versus Washington. 
That's Love pretty it. darn nice. He's going to be on some of my lists this weekend. Love it. Edward Cabrera. Is that a three or is that a four? I'm going to, to me, I'm going to go out, you know, I'm going to, this is my uh, heart speaking over the head. I'm going to go four. I just, one of the fun things about Miami starting at, uh, you know, check local listings 20 minutes earlier than everybody else is you, you kind of get them all by themselves if you watch the games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of, it's been fun to he, watch he, and yesterday I think it was Lopez, kind of get 20 minutes to a half an hour of uninterrupted non-flipping time. Um, and there have been times where I've been, they've been pitching so well, I'm not even going to flip. Uh, so anyway, um, I'm going to go for the strikeouts aren't there yet, but I think they're going to be long-term. Yes, you love those matchups. So I, I got a three, but I got you down as a four for Edward yeah. Cabrera. Uh, Corbin Burns, I know he had a couple hiccups, but he's still a five for me. I mean, I'm not going to overthink that. He is. He he was my choice as my common card in the Serrere. So I got Burns as my uh, one of my players, and you know I wrote about. Yeah, uh, I actually got some questions. Uh, do I start Corbin Burns this week after those couple of blips? Uh, yeah, the answer was yes, and then he goes out and fans eleven to to, to reinforce why. Yeah, I mean, I just I know he hit a couple of rough patches, but. And it's Corbin Burns, so I just yep. I don't see the point. Um, and then we're gonna get a Josh Lindblom sighting. Remember him? I, I was, was kind of I, excited about him when he made the jump back stateside. I have him on a few uh, draft champions teams, so I'm gonna, <laughs> even though I'm like out of it, I'm gonna put him in there just because I can. Yeah, he's finally making his uh, major league debut. Well, we're like. assuming. I don't know that's yeah, official assuming. yet. He's made 25 appearances at AAA Nashville, 23 starts, 427 ERA, 1-2-8 whip. Uh, pretty mediocre even at that well, level. But when uh, I when I go through my weekly updates, you know, I look at somebody, you know, do I take him off my update? And every you know, it was like, no, he's still pitching okay. No, he's still pitching okay. Uh, who is the guy, Dan Straley, another as opposed to Dan Straley, who halfway through the season is like, oh no, I'm I'm not even going to project him, and now he's back in Japan, I believe, or Korea, I forget which. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been keeping Lindblom on my projections just because he's been doing okay. I hear you, man. I got him as a zero, but uh, you going one? You know what? I am going to go one. Um, and it's more about, you know, the you need you do what you need to do. It's the second to last week of the season, yeah. sort of one. But um yeah. The draft champions sort of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear I hear that totally. Uh Sonny Gray, he's uh had some nice outings, sprinkled in with some you know, not so great ones, but uh overall he's got a two nine one ERA. He's been really good on the whole. When was that? Eh, he hasn't really had a blow up in a I think he's while. had a couple of bad innings which yeah. maybe may stick out because if you happen to you know you, you, you yeah if you oh if it wasn't for that I, I think he's had a couple of bad or poor innings more than anything else yeah and the swing and miss has been kind of modest but overall it's been a nice season yeah. for gray at cleveland versus the angels i don't think i can give him a five but that's a high end four for me agreed and then what about the dylan bundy i streamed him in one league and it did not Go to uh, I'm getting note that he's got Kansas City, not Cleveland. Um, what we're seeing yeah. is a lot of either doubleheader games on Monday or um, makeups from the initial part of the season, uh, the lockout. So uh, Bundy, 
I like the Kansas City matchup more than the Cleveland matchup. I'm gonna give him a one, but I don't. I'm you know I'm not rushing out to pick him up. I had him as a two, but okay. You know I. You know what? I kind of. I mean, with that Kansas City matchup, I think you got to go two. Okay, okay. I mean, it's L.A. How can yeah. you not? How can you not? Yeah, if you get around Mike Trout and and Otani, um, yeah, that Angels lineup is just brutal otherwise. Max Scherzer is going to be back. Uh, no rehab assignment for Scherzer, so no like you know last game pitch count to go off of. But uh, given the relatively brief absence, I think he should be fine for the most part. I'll still go five for sure. Yep, it's a five. It's Max Scherzer after all, so probably didn't need that whole diatribe. Uh, for the Yankees. No two-star pitchers for them. Are they slotting in somebody next week? Oh, Severino. Are yeah, they, Severino they're about? coming off. They're coming off of a five-day week where they're skipping Herman. So yeah, I think that's what it is. Is Severino's coming in, and um, they've kind of fended away Tampa at this point. It's not over yet, but it's not nearly as as hairy as it looked to be. So they will soon be in setting my rotation for the playoffs mode. So Severino made a triple-A rehab start yesterday with four and a third innings, two earned runs on four hits, one walk, six Ks. So he's got pit. Uh, let's say he's uh, pretty much ready to go, four and a third against Worcester. Yeah. Should be fine. So, yeah, we have him back next weekend with that no two-star pitchers for the Yankees. Uh, J.P. Sears, will he be on some of your lists this weekend versus Seattle versus the Mets? I don't have to have him on list because I got him. You still have him? A lot of my teams, yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. He's not pitching as well as I had hoped, but I may have had unreasonable hopes, or maybe I'm just thinking, you know, the last two starts have been sketchy, right? I mean, yeah, yeah and against offenses that I didn't expect – to be as poor so that you know that dings him a little bit but i don't i mean he's on a zero um what are we going seattle could be tough the mets i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a two they're they're both at home that helps all right so i had a one but i got you down yeah i'm gonna go with two jp sears okay and then uh zach wheeler that's gonna be a five right no yeah he's is he yeah, he hasn't versus Toronto versus. Atlanta. Did he pitch this past week, or is this going to be? Is this coming back? Let's see. Uh, no, he's still in the IL. So he was yeah, in a bullpen so... session. And it was slated to throw again today. So actually, yeah, that's kind of iffy. Oh, yeah, I think I, I still. I mean, I agree. I think you have to start him. But if we're grading how we think he'll perform, it's closer to a three than it is a five. Whether that makes him yeah. a three or four, I don't know. I'm going to go four because, you know, it is Zach Wheeler. But, you know, between the two matchups and potential innings um, limitations or pitch limitations in the first one, I'm going to go four. Yeah, I think that's probably wise. I lowered my grade to a four as well just because you should probably be, uh, you know, watching the news early next week because if you know, he doesn't make that start early in the week – Maybe he's not a such a locked in start. I mean, yeah, and it's a Tuesday, so if you got lucky enough that there's not a whole lot of teams with Monday off, maybe, Phillies are one of them. Yeah, 
right. No, I'm saying but another team. You need another yeah, yeah. team that hasn't had their starter go yet to make that flip. For sure, for sure. Um, okay, so Ronzi Contreras for the uh, Pirates at the Yankees versus the Cubs. That Yankees start. Well, maybe is, kind of a tough test. But isn't what's, talked about. Say, isn't what's most important with Contreras? He's not going to go. For, they're already starting to limit his innings. Yeah, that's true. You know, so even if with the best matchups, you got to ding him. Um, I mean, he's not going to have, he's probably not going to have a chance for a win because he was taken out in a fourth inning of a game he was cruising this past week. Yeah, that's disappointing. That, that may keep him as like a one. I mean, I love the skills. He's like a four skills, but yeah, if, if, you're, if you're not chasing win, if you, if wins are important, then he's a one. Um, but if you're if you you know if you're okay with some strikeouts and some you know ratios and you needing some innings, I am going to go. I'm, I'm only going to go with a two. Going with a two, okay. Yeah, I mean, and I I mean from a fantasy perspective, this stinks. Yeah. From a management, I understand. You know, we don't like to give Pittsburgh credit. They haven't earned a lot of credit, but from a Pittsburgh management standpoint, I think they're doing the right thing. Hey, I'm going with a one because I do think I have him in an NL only league where I don't expect to drop him. I'll just kind of leave him. Right, be. right, right, uh, right. But I think in maybe most, uh, you know, mixed mixed uh, leagues, I'd probably move on. Just because if, if you're only going four, that, that really dings you a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mike Clevenger versus St. Louis at Colorado. Man, Clevenger's got a four four seven ERA all of a yeah. sudden. He's knocked around. He's been yeah. on a rough patch. Yeah, he has. Six earned runs, four, five. So suddenly his numbers have inflated a fair amount. And having to go to Colorado, I may only give Clevenger like three, I think. I was I was thinking two is too high. Um, wow. You know, I mean, it's I know he's a left, right against St. Louis, but it's still, it's still, yeah. he just has not looked good. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna go two. I don't. I'm not gonna drop him to the one, but man, I. I almost hope the Colorado game gets rained out. You talk about uh, at least on this show and on Twitter. I've seen you mention it. Like you don't want to go chasing hot streaks because they're not any more you know predictive than they are at any other point in the season. Um, but with pitchers on like tough stretches, I do think you can trust your eyes sometimes. Like you Actually, said, Clevenger hasn't looked good, and I, I trust. Actually, pitching is the exception. Um, pitchers on a roll tend to stay on a roll. I mean, they don't stay on it forever, or they would never come off of it. But I know some research. Yes, yeah, exactly. Research was, I know Patrick David, our friend PD from HQ, has done some work. Others have as well. It's not, it's, it's, it's bettable because when to be bettable, it needs to be, you know, 50.1%, right? It needs to, but it's not. It's not a huge edge. But pitching, the there there is something to that, and you have to overcome. In order for it to be significant, it has to overcome the matchup bias and that sort of thing. But there is something to be said about pitchers pitching well, and I factor that in. I talk about it. I factor that into my weekly rankings. I do factor in uh, current numbers, and that's sometimes why they change when I go from Friday to Sunday. Because sometimes if they have an, uh, of a, a pitcher, if he has a outing from the time I post initially to the update, it changes things because if good or bad. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Cause you know, going chasing hot streaks for hitters can be kind of dangerous, but, uh, and you obviously got to use, you know, look at matchups and things, but that's interesting that, uh, pitchers, if they get on a roll, they have a little bit more uh, yeah, a little momentum. Bit. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, Logan Gilbert against the angels at the angels and at KC. I don't feel like that's a five, but I think Logan Gilbert's probably a four. I think it's a four. I think I think he's gonna he has the potential to pitch like a five. I mean, you know what? In the heck with it. Five. I'm going five. I know he yeah. hasn't had quite the year. Uh he's looked better lately. Man, those matchups though, Angels and KC. And then Luis Castillo is maybe even better matchups at Oakland at KC. So Luis Castillo is going to be a five for me. Yeah, I'm going to – can we go 11? I'm going to go five. Yeah, he's – he. I mean, you saw him pitch a lot. I didn't realize how funny he is to watch. Oh, he's a blast, man. You know, I mean, just enjoy oh, just enjoy watching him pitch, you know? Yeah. Walking off the mound doing this little – Yeah, I mean, I love, guess, I love you know, try to yeah. guess the pitch he's going to throw. And, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I guess I've always known it, but I didn't watch him as much because of it. He's just fun. He's fun. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Jacob Junis has to go to Coors. So does Carlos Rodon for uh, San Francisco. So Junis at Colorado, at Arizona. That first start's going to knock him down to a one. Really, aside since that like early season uh, success, he hasn't really done much. So uh, Jacob Junis, I'm going to give him a one. I'm going to go zero. Um, yeah. The Arizona, with their outfield, is hitting lefties. I'm sorry, hitting righties pretty well. The, the right, the left, the, the very left-handed outfield, Carroll and Varsho and McCarthy. Um, I'm going to go zero because Diamondbacks are hitting lefties. They're going to be talk about a team that's going to be fun next year, or maybe they were the, no, they were the team I talked about. Yeah, so <laughs> they were the team I talked about with their pitching. Yeah, they they are going to be fun next year. Yeah, absolutely. And then Rodon, I'm going to give. Mm, I still think I got to give him a four. I'm going to go four as well. I mean, I, the whole lefty thing. Well, he's a, he, he's a lefty. He, he has a better, a much better chance of faring well. So it's one of those things you hope he survives Colorado. And by that, you know, six innings, three or four runs, uh, and then crushes Arizona. And then Wayno, maybe his final few starts here uh, in the regular season anyway. And uh, well, I should get, at least one more after this upcoming week, but uh, at San Diego at the Dodgers, I don't like this for Wayne. Right, I know the uh, the Padres are pretty. You know, at least Soto's been brutal lately. Uh, Wayne Wright a th- three. It feels high off the bat. It feels high, but I think it's Wayne Wright. You almost have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, probably. Yes. The Dodgers are such a buzzsaw, but yeah, I'll give him a three. Uh, Drew Rasmussen, Shane McClanahan. McClanahan's going to be a five, even with versus Houston versus Toronto. I mean, he's just been otherworldly this year. Drew Rasmussen, though, those are tough matchups for him. I believe in him. I'm going to go four. I believe in him. I'm going to. I agree with the five. I believe in Rasmussen. I'm going to go four. Oh, I'm going to go three, but that's. It's a good endorsement. I like. I I believe in him. Yeah, I love to hear that because I have him on my FSGA team, which has retaken the lead briefly, but uh, still trying to hold on to that championship. 
Uh, Cole Reagans, he's going to be a zero, even though he's versus the Angels versus Cleveland. I just I can't couldn't trust Cole Reagans on, on a team. Yeah, he's a break gla- break glass in case of emergency. I don't care about my ERA. I just want innings and and other stuff. But I'm going to rank him a zero. But it's all about context at this time of the year. Ross Stripling, what a find he's been. I mean, we knew he was a pretty good with the Dodgers, but. He's always kind of their swing man. He's got a two nine four ERA in the rotation this year in the AL East. A- at Philadelphia, at Tampa Bay, at Philly's kind of tough. I think Ross Stripling's probably a four, though. I mean, how are you going to sit this guy down? Yeah, I mean, it's a little premature, but all right, Alec Manoa pitches the first game of the playoffs. Well, you got Barrios and you got Gosman. You know what? Stripling deserves to pitch that second game. You know? Wow, I hadn't thought yeah. about that, but yeah, Gaussman just kind of <laughs> had a hiccup yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know that he will. I mean, they're all righties. So you, you can't figure it out. Anyway, um, what did I say? Stripling a four? Yeah, I'm going to go four. When you watch him, I mean, there's nothing special. He just gets guys out. And Corey Abbott's going to go to uh, at Atlanta. Then he's at, excuse me. This is always the time of year where my allergies pick up time. Mmm. So I'm trying to hold in the sneeze. Um, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Corey Abbott at Atlanta at Miami. I'm going to go zero. Yeah, you're allergic to Corey Abbott. Um, I'm going to go zero as well. I can't. I cannot. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't come up with. I can come up with a justification for, you know, one of these, you know, Reagan's, but not, not with Abbott because the matchups are better. Not with Abbott. Yeah, thank you for bearing with me through my. Uh, well, you just had an entire an entire listener base say bless you. Yeah, so I've been blessed by a bunch of people. Um, <laughs> at least ten, right? <laughs> hopefully, our listenership's still up there at this point. No, I, I we appreciate everybody who's been with us all year. I know it's been a just a grind; it always is. But uh, thank you for supporting the podcast and supporting the site this year and. Hopefully we've helped you uh, win some money, or at least some glory. But yeah, I'm glad we're, you know, we're mostly off in October because October is my real bad allergy month. You, I'll be oh, you won't even be able to understand <laughs> me. Just be a nose dripping fool. All right, let's recap our grades for next week. The week of September nineteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Uh, I guess this would be. Well, we'll grade two star pitchers next week, but then the week of the th- yeah, the, this is the September penultimate. 30th, this is the penultimate two star yeah. week. Yeah, September thirtieth, we won't have two star pitchers to grade. So, one last time, grading two star pitchers next week. Here are the scores for the penultimate two star week of the season: Merrill Kelly three, Zach Davies one, Kyle Wright five, Charlie Morton I say four, Todd five, Tyler Wells I say. One, Todd, two. Austin Voth, one. Brian Bayo, two. Wade Miley, three. Nick Lodolo, four. Cal Quantrill, I say three, Todd, four. Aaron Savali, I say zero, Todd, two. Chad Cool, zero. Kyle Freeland, zero. Dylan Cease, five. Joey Wentz, zero. Luis Garcia of Houston, five. Zach Granke, one. Jose Suarez of the Angels, I say three, Todd, two. 
Tyler Anderson, five. Clayton Kershaw, five. Edward Cabrera, I say three, Todd, four. Corbin Burns, five. Josh Lindblom, I say zero, Todd, one. Uh, Sonny Gray, four. Dylan Bundy, two. Max Scherzer, five. J.P. Sears, I say one, Todd, two. Zach Wheeler, four. Ronzi Contreras, one, Todd, two. Mike Clevenger, I say three, Todd, two. Logan Gilbert, I say four, Todd, five. Luis Castillo, five. Jacob Junis, I say one, Todd, zero. Carlos Rodon, four. Adam Wainwright, three. Shane McClanahan, five. Drew Rasmussen, I say three, but Todd says four. Cole Reagans, zero. Ross Stripling, four. Corey Abbott, zero. Well, great stuff, Todd. Um, you weren't kidding about the number of two-star pitchers this week. <laughs> Glad we got through that. Anything else on your mind on this Friday afternoon? Well, we mentioned Sorari already, um, keeping in mind that you know we're uh, going to be doing some pieces with them. You see what came out today? The AFL, I didn't even give you a chance to guess. The AFL rosters have been announced. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that. That, that's always fun. So they began to leak out. And then they all were posted, you know, on the AFL site. So um, for those of you who celebrate, the AFL rosters have been announced. I don't, I can't tell you the players, you know, who I, you know, the stars that are there. I've uh, been doing some other things, but they are out. And that's how I will spend part of my Friday night is uh, circling the teams I want to go see. Nice. I wonder if uh, Ellie De La Cruz made it. I don't know if he's quite ready for, because you know they call the AFL like the graduate school, uh, the graduation class kind of like guys are right on the verge of coming to the big leagues i don't know if ellie de la cruz is quite there but um that'd be pretty awesome if we got to see him i'll have to check out those rosters thank you all for being with us good luck as you try to secure your championships out there and we'll catch you next week for what for one final two-start pitching podcast of the year here on the rotowire fantasy baseball podcast sponsored by so rare Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.